Thank you for joining us here at the First Love Ministries with the First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville, Illinois. Pastoral Assistant John Nelson has titled his sermon today, Everything is New. Our first scripture reading comes to us from 2 Corinthians 5, 6 through 10, then 14 through 17. Second scripture reading is from Mark 4, 26 through 32. Guest piano soloist Caleb Holloway plays It Is Well With My Soul for our special music selection. The liturgist for today is Dan Thompson. Thank you for joining us this Sunday. And we pray that you have a safe, prosperous, and peaceful week. God bless. The scripture reading today is from 2 Corinthians 5, 6 through 10, and 17 through 14. Let us listen to the We know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Yes, we do have confidence, and we would rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to please him. For all of us must appear before the judgment seat of Jesus Christ so that each of us may receive repentance for what has been done in the body, whether it be good or evil. For the love of Christ urges us on because we are convinced that one has died for all, therefore all have died. And he died for all, so that those who live might live no longer for themselves, but for him who died and was raised for them. From now on, therefore, we regard no one from a human point of view even though we once knew Christ from a human point of view, we know him no longer in that way. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. This is the word of God.
you made a snake out of a paper plate. That sounds really cool. Was it fun? Were you proud of yourself? Yeah. So today's scripture said that we can be a new creation in Christ. And that's a really big idea that we could think about in a lot of different ways. But this time when I read it, I started thinking about things like my mirror. And I thought, you know, I think one thing that this means is that if I let God come into my life, he can take my life and make something really cool out of it that I wouldn't make otherwise. He can take me, just ordinary me, and he can make something amazing. Isn't that exciting to think about? So this, I also, I'll show you one more thing. This bracelet, you know what it's made out of? Charms, yeah. It's made out of old guitar strings. So somebody else took some old guitar strings that were going to go in the trash, and they made something new out of it. So today, I want you, and I want anybody at home that's watching, look around your house and see if you can find something old and ordinary, and if you could make that into something, a new creation. Do you think you could do that with your markers and your crayons? Okay, and then you can think about how exciting it is that God will make a new creation out of you if you let him. So let's wiggle our fingers, bow our heads. Dear God, thank you for working with me. Please make something amazing out of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Parables. Jesus taught in parables. That's how he communicated with the crowds. He didn't always tell them all the details, but he used parables. And parables are just common stories about common everyday things that yield a deeper meaning. Jesus often used agricultural parables, as in today's Gospel reading. Two stories about seeds. And for his people, for his audience, it was a great parable because they understood seeds. They understood the mustard seed being small, growing into a, a large shrub. But when I look around our society today, I wonder, would Jesus use the same illustrations in his parables? I hear about people who are, have lost connection with agriculture. Now, that's probably not so true in our community because we're surrounded with agriculture and we have farmers in our, in our midst. But for those in the urban areas, where does their food come from? It comes from the grocery store. They have no idea what wheat looks like. Wheat is ground up and made into, into bread. They have no idea where beef comes from. Well, maybe they know it comes from a cow. But do they really know where that, what it looks like? Have they really processed it? 
So I just wonder, maybe to get the meaning that Jesus intends across to people, maybe we should be willing to change the subject of our parables from time to time. The parables in Mark, Jesus had intended the meaning to be that the kingdom of God was at hand. And as surely as you scattered seed on the ground, the kingdom of God was coming. It was going to come. Jesus was going to bring us into the kingdom of God. And as surely as a mustard seed is a very tiny seed, and I don't know if everybody knows how small a mustard seed is, but I think it's like somewhere around probably a millimeter in diameter, which is like really small. Um, It would really hurt if you got it into your shoe, and you wouldn't be able to find it right away either probably. That's how small a mustard seed is. But if someone has faith that small, the kingdom of God will come to them as well. The kingdom of God was ushered in when Jesus died on the cross and when he was raised from the tomb on Easter. Up until this point in religion, in the Jewish religion, they looked to the law of Moses for their entrance into the kingdom of God. And we've all heard stories about the scribes and Pharisees who tried to keep the law of Moses absolutely perfect so that they could be in that kingdom of God. Well, when Jesus died on the cross, all sin was forgiven. And when he rose from the dead, he demonstrated God's power over sin. And so there's something new with the kingdom of God. Just like the mirror became new by using some magazines, the kingdom of God became new through Christ's resurrection. We no longer have a set of rules to follow. Following rules won't do it. It takes faith. And if we look back through the Old Testament and the New Testament, and even throughout history, we see some great, wondrous people who had wonderful faith. Abraham had such faith in God that he was willing to sacrifice his son. David had such faith in God that he was willing to lead Israel 